Welcome to another episode of Self Help Shark. Morgan's checking in. Brett's checking in, and welcome to our weekly check-in. Where we talk to you about how things are going in our lives and how we've used the stuff that we've talked to you about in practice. So, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first, Brett? Uh, I could, you could go first. Okay. Because you're on a roll after that. <laughs> do a lot of public speaking. So guys, since I last recorded, I know it's been forever, but Brett and I were like, we need to inspire the world again. And so here we are. So I got a job at a preschool. I can't tell you what, but uh, I, I work with kids again and I love it. And um, after a lot of thinking and pondering about it, I was like, you know what? I got to push myself to be the best that I can. So sorry, Harley Quinn. You knocked over Harley. I'm sorry. I bumped into it. You have a lot of figurines in here, to be fair, that I can just yeah. knock into. Yeah. Um, but working on myself every day, Remy and I are trying to eat healthier. We did like three days in a row of like rich protein, vegetable foods. And, you know, I feel like we're doing pretty good. I'm still seeing somebody for anxiety and depression, still on medication. And I feel like it's going good. It's not perfect, but um, I'm trying to use my coping ne- mechanisms and um, negative Batman. I got distracted by the negative Batman. Um, And just trying to keep myself together and keep things going. I started Vampire Diaries. I started as a meme, like to make fun of it. And then I actually am interested in the stupid story. So I'm just like, damn it. They have a lot of really good actors in that show. Mm Mm-hmm. And they, like, half of them were in Smallville, too, which I didn't know. Yeah, half of them were in Smallville, and then the other half were, like, up-and-coming actors mm-hmm. that later played bigger roles in, like, uh, that ended up being stars in other TV shows. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know all that, but, yeah. So that's what's going on with me. Oh, I cut my hair and dyed it purple, so transformation, whatever, in March. And, yeah, Brett, your turn. Yeah, I've been working out. A lot. And I work in juvenile corrections now. Nice. Yes. How's that? It's good. It's a stressful job, but it's, it feels kind of rewarding in a way. Because you get to work with a bunch of these kids that don't have certain opportunities to be exposed to good people or leaders in general life. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, but... I try to represent myself and try to support myself to a very high level of professionalism and high level of morality. Um, and uh, the biggest thing is, is that I get to expose what I know from growing up and, and I get to teach um, better ways to do things because they have access to so- even juveniles have access to so much more than what I did when I was growing up. Really? Now, now these days, yeah. Wow. Um, if they're on good behavior now, they're able. To, you're able to um, give them time on a computer. If they get there uh, to look at what they want to do, uh, build a resume, and then there's a bunch of other programs to um, to help these guys to try to be better people in society later on in life that's cool and that's kind of what my job is it's kind of like a hybrid of being a counselor and also being a corrections officer 
and a behavior technician all in one. What's a behavior technician? Um, a behavior technician usually works with the uh, mental health mm. population, and so they're usually like, like it's kind of like in a similar setting that where I work at, but in other words, you are there to teach them proper behaviors, hmm. like how to eat correctly, how to do some basic things they haven't been able to learn how to do. Like what? Like showering the right way? Or? Yeah, showering the right, hygiene, uh, eating correctly, uh, working out, kind of just teaching them the basic life that they were able to grasp when they were younger, or they weren't able to, or, they didn't, or some of the mental health population didn't even have good enough parents to teach them correctly some of the things that their parents are gone somewhere. So that's kind of like... Wow. So, so so that's what a job, a behavior technician does. And then a correction officer is just making sure like a prison setting is secure. Secure, safe, wh- whatever. Like what it all depends what every facility is different because every facility has different goals for their so-called inmates or juveniles. Mm-hmm. And then it's also like being a and then a counselor, we all know what a counselor is. Uh-huh. They talk to you. You get help you get you get through your bullshit that you're going through, mm-hmm. and then that's pretty much. So that's pretty much the gist of what I do now, and the combination of that and being able to has allowed me to work out more. And I haven't quite hit my weight loss goal yet. You're gonna get there though, right? Maybe if I will lose some damn weight. <laughs> Not happening. Because I'm 300 pounds. I'm at 19% body fat. And it's annoying. <laughs> I thought you were like constantly eating better and going to the gym I and am stuff. Constantly, I, well, I constantly eat better. I go to the gym. I do all these things. But I've kind of plateaued out. And I'm kind of figuring out how do I lose weight if I have a high muscle mass. Oh. That's my issue. That's fair. Because most people who are fat or overweight, in my case, I do not look like a 300-pound person. I look more like 250. It's true. It's true. Like 250. So, mostly when it comes to an overweight person, is that um, they have a lot of fat they build up from eating McDonald's, Taco Bell. KFC, mm-hmm. whatever they're eating. They were just having a poor diet. They were not being active enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. And not to fat shame or anything. But the thing that makes it... And so they so when they start moving a lot more, when they start getting active a lot more, it's, um, it's a different way to lose weight. Okay. Because once, once, I'm, once someone gets to like a certain level like I'm at right now, I have to figure out how to cut fat, build muscle, but also I can't cut too much fat off or else it becomes an unhealthy level. Mm -hmm. But also getting to that 12% or 13% body fat, which will help get me down to the 20, 30 pounds I'll need to go down to. Mm -hmm. Getting to that area will require a lot more micromanaging of my diet. Mm Mm-hmm. So so I'm past the point where you eat healthy, you go to the gym, 
you work out, you get movement, you lose you lose a bunch of weight because you did some programs, you did some things mm-hmm. like that. I got past that point. Now I need to look at the my, now I need to like micromanage my diet and mm-hmm. be more precise with it. Mm-hmm. It's hard. My dad did it for the longest time. He had like a little scale and he would weigh out his food and be like, "This is how much of this I get a day." And let me tell you, my family didn't understand it, so we were not very supportive, which I regret now, because Remy's trying to do the same thing, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't get it, but, you know, support is is needed for people who are going through that, because it's not easy. And it's... At, at the beginning, yes. Oh, yeah? At, it's, it's very much so at the beginning. If you have no support at the beginning, you'll fall f- flat on your face. Because... You're doing a lot of things that's making you uncomfortable mm-hmm. at the beginning. It's hard. Yeah, it is. It is hard to. It is hard because you've been comfortable so long in doing something so, uh, doing something you think you are enjoying, but then you get to the point where it becomes miserable because you're like, "Damn, I'm just getting older and fatter, older and fatter." These flight of stairs, man, that looks impossible right now. But I live <laughs> up there well, I live on up the there. third floor. <laughs> and there's no elevator here. Oh, no. So, so I guess that is a personal story that <laughs> is a reason why I got back into working out, lifting weights, and get eating better. There you go. Because I did walk up a flight of stairs. I lived on the third floor. And one day I walked up there. And I was out of breath. Mm-hmm. And I just looked like the potato. You looked like a potato. I looked like a part of a couch cushion that was able to be mobile. <laughs> a sentient couch cushion. <laughs> a sentient couch <laughs> Okay. Well, I mean, that's all I had to share. Just keeping yeah. on, keeping on. Anything else you wanted to share? Um, that we have returned to podcasting. Yes, we will be podcasting. We will be recording on Sunday nights. Yeah. I don't know when Brett posts this stuff, but we're back. Yeah. So every uh, so every every Tuesday we have our actual episode, and every Thursday we will have a daily check in, a weekly check in, mm-hmm. not a daily check in, a weekly check in. Crazy. <laughs> yes. I'd be like Jermo. Section A, Chapter B. Today, I feel like... Fill in the blank. (laughs) Today, I'm feeling sleepy. That's what I feel like today. Well, thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Or talk to you next week on Self-Help Shark. This is Morgan checking out. This is Brett checking out. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.